You know what got ya? Yeah. You know what got ya? Break the walls down. Break down the walls. Break the walls down. Break down the walls. It's Black Zeus season three, episode 41. Nigga, check me out. I'm on all social platforms. Platforms, aka Black Zeus. AKA BlackZeus.com. Get tickets to my comedy special in November. AKA BlackZeus.com. Get your tickets now. Get your tickets now. Get your tickets now. You know what got you? Yeah. What up, beautiful people? It is me, Black Zeus. Welcome to Black Zeus the Podcast, Season 3, Episode 41. I'm so sorry. You guys you guys got robbed. You hear it? You hear it? You hear me right now? You hear it in my voice? The lack of enthusiasm. I usually come in here bouncing off the walls. You have no idea. I did something that I've never done before during the intro of this podcast. This is my second attempt. And uh, the the sound that you're hearing, the bass, the the low frequency that you're hearing, the 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 slight annoyed anger is from uh, uncontrollable noises while I attempted to record the podcast initially, and I came in fucking dancing crazy and shit, and now you know. It's just the plain old simple, what's good, beautiful people. You're beautiful people. I am Black Zeus. This is the podcast. This is season three, episode 41. God damn it, bro. Now I have to build up from that. I was like three to five minutes in already. So there was a good pace. I don't need to be telling you guys any of this. And realistically, if I was a real professional, I would have just... Shrugged it off and come in here and done the dance again. But I can't because that would have been forced. That would have been fake. All right. I'll rather come here and give you the fucking raw truth. The raw truth. The raw truth that we are exactly one month away from my first ever comedy special. Black Zeus self-portrait. Friday, November 18th, Backroom Comedy Club in Toronto, Ontario. Saturday, November 19th. Zoetic Theater, Hamilton, Ontario. 300 seats in Hamilton, Ontario. So if you're in the southern Ontario area and you're like not close to the GTA, come to the Hamilton show. If you're in the GTA, you're like over even as far as Barrie, my nigga. What are you, just in Barrie? That's an hour drive. Maybe an hour and a half, bro. Come to my comedy special. I got multiple options for you, okay? I'm in the big smoke and I'm in the steel town, baby. Okay? I'm making it work. We're exactly one month away as of the release of this episode of the podcast. So, so yeah, it is. You hear that? That's my hands rubbing. You know, it is. It's 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 really work time now. It is. If it was full time before, this is like overtime. All right, we're we're in overtime, baby. We're gunning down towards the finish line. 
with the finish line is really the starting line of other things and that's the man that's like the best part of all of this shit I, i've said it a few times but man i'm jazzed up bro it was an amazing weekend for art uh i saw art in many forms i did art you know i performed comedy which is art um good ass weekend bro good ass weekend good ass weekend uh, I probably should promote uh, the next coming show this Saturday. Uh, Scary Good Time, I think is the name. Of the Scary Good Time is the name of the show. It's at Free Times Cafe, which is just up the street from Kensington Market in Toronto, Ontario. Saturday, I'm on the 10 o'clock show, Scary Good Time. Check out my Instagram, aka Black Zeus, for more uh, or any social feed. Which is a lie because I don't really post on Twitter that much. So check my Instagram, or you're listening to this now. You know, let me t- let me say it again. Scary good time is the name of the show. We're at Free Times Cafe. Okay. All right. <laughs> All righty then. Um. Yeah. Promos out of the way. I will be talking about the comedy special one more time. Um. But man. Let's start let's start off. I've talked about it a little bit here and there on the podcast. And um, you know what, my nigga? It's time to talk about it again. Cause your boy Zeus went to see AEW live, baby. A-E-Dub. 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 I saw the Ocho. Chris Jericho. The fucking wizard, nigga. That's right. That's right. Your boy is. Heavily invested in wrestling again. Something that I really did not plan for the later ha- uh, portions of my life. I shed wrestling. Um, I've talked about it before. But, you know, in case, you, in case you're new, you're one of the new people. By the way, if, if you're, if you're going to start judging and being like, wrestling is shit. Wrestling is not enjoyable. It's not sports. First of all, nigga, we know it's, it's scripted. The storylines, yes, are scripted. The the action, a lot of it fucking choreographed, but not really. <laughs> no, not really. Not really when you get. How do I put this? This is why I really do consider wrestling an art form because wrestlers that care, like bro, you can't tell me wrestlers that dump thousands upon thousands of hours of their life into a craft into learning a craft and they have to be athletic and a lot of the wrestlers have a base in some real fucking form of athletics wrestling not gymnastics but like a lot of these niggas are crossing over from like mma and shit now football a lot of football people back in the day see people still have the back in the day perception of wrestling but that that roid stuff died out in the 90s bro it died out in the 90s because Everybody got exposed for doing roids and and giving out roids and shit. And that stuff is illegal. All right. So you're going to run into problems. And then it became more about the talent, the in-ring ability, the characters. You know, it was always about the characters. But as TV started to become more and more of a mainstream thing and people were like demanding more quality, not even necessarily that they were demanding more quality. They were just getting more quality. And at the time, wrestling, you know, 80s, early 90s, it was very fucking, like, clown show. Like, literally, there was a guy, Doink the Clown. It was, like, a lot of shit like that. Like, big fat guys named Tugboat 
and, and obviously you have Hulk. Every like all, everybody's on coke, you know. Hulk Hogan, brother, brother, Ultimate Warrior, just all coked out, baby. Let's not forget Macho Man. Yeah, ooh yeah, dig it. Uh, R.I.P. Macho Man. R.I.P. Ultimate Warrior. Uh, Hulk Hogan. You know he doesn't like niggers banging his daughter. His words, not mine. So, <laughs> also. I brought this up multiple times, I think, on every season of this podcast. At some point, this is like a recurring fucking fact. That dude has a weird relationship with his daughter, all right? I remember TMZ posting a video at one point of him and his family at the fucking... At a hotel or something, because TMZ has nothing better to do. But he's, like, rubbing, like, lotion on his daughter's ass. I'm like, you don't do... You don't... You don't... I don't know. You don't. You just don't. How about that, Hulk? But you got all that money from shutting down Gawker. So you're not upset. You're making sure black guys aren't banging your daughter. <laughs> money will do that. You can hire security and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? But back to wrestling, baby. So after the Royd shit, after the Royd scandals died down, they went to more like regular looking, not regular, like athletic, but... People that you can look at and be like, oh, if I went to the gym, I could look like that, potentially. You know what I mean? But these niggas were, like, skilled, skilled in wrestling, which is an art form, baby. It's, it's, it's a dance. Wrestling is a dance. Today, we dance. Join us in the squared circle as two people, sometimes three, sometimes four, sometimes 30 men rumble. It's, it sounds gay shit. Uh, <laughs> 30 man rumble come on bro and you know what there's nothing wrong with that and you know what the industry like now thankfully you can just be yourself but it's like it was always like an open secret in the industry back in the day it's like a bunch of those dudes were gay and shit but they like they couldn't play it up or or the way wrestling was is like if you were a black guy you were an african with bones through your nose and shit you know what i mean like that was your character. That 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 was it. If you're a white guy, you did people's taxes. Literally a character. IRS. Uh, white guys got away with pretty good characters. We had Papa Shango. Black people had Papa Shango, Kamala. All Africans. Coco Beware. A weird black dude with a with a fucking bird, shucking and jiving. You know. Uh, Let's not forget, we can fast forward through wrestling history real quick. There's a really hilarious, depending on who you are as a person, to me, hilarious. Because, like, again, it's so, it's so wrestling, but, like, if you know wrestling, and even people that know wrestling like me, don't, I'm not a wrestler, so I don't know it, you know? And that's what wrestlers will tell you 100%. It's like, oh, man, you're just a fucking, they call them marks, people that, like, no wrestling are nerds about it, but, but, um, you know, have never actually laced up boots. They're like, you know, nothing about the backstage, which I would say the same thing for comedy. I'm like, unless you've actually like joined an art form and like been in it for a minute to, to, to kind of get like the workings of, cause comedy is free form, baby. It's like, it's a thing, but there's no set defined rules or anything. You know what I mean? But, when you're in it long enough, you do start to see there is like a framework to comedy. And you need to understand that if you really want to be like a successful or good comedian. 
And that exists for every literal thing that is a job or a hobby or an art form. Like, you got to do it to really know what you're talking about. This, I don't know how I got here from wrestling, my nigga. Like, I, I'm, I'm eventually getting to the fact that I went to wrestling live, which hasn't happened in a really long time. But I'm going to nerd out. I'm going to nerd out right now, all right? You can't, what are you, judging me, nigga? Go ahead and judge me, bro. I'm going to zoom in. I'm going to lean into the camera so that it's blurry because I'm not focused on that length. <laughs> judge me, bro. I don't give a shit. Wrestling is the shit. You know who else watches wrestling? West Side Gun, nigga. That's right. You can't tell me the, the, the fly god. Po 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 po. Tired fucking Griselda catalog is. I love that hip hop has always just. There's always been key figures in hip hop that have just held down wrestling. It, it is. It is. At some point, everybody my age was watching it. You know what I mean? Cause like Stone Cold, The Rock, plus all those divas, it got it got people it got people watching, you know. Um, but now no one's really watching unless you grew up with it and you still have like a um, an attachment to the art form of it, or you're you're literally just stuck. Cause that happens too. That happens too. You just get stuck watching wrestling, bro. It's bad. It's bad. It is. A soap opera. When people say shit like this, I don't even try to defend that. Wrestling is 100% a soap opera with choreographed fighting. Like, imagine, imagine, um, but, but so is every movie or TV show, nigga, when you boil it all down. Like, that's really all it is. And when done right, when a storyline pays off, a storyline that could take weeks, months, some years can you imagine being invested and and when it's when it's done by people that really care about the craft of it you know what i mean nigga you watch fast and furious bro it's the same difference i know what i just said it's the same difference fast and furious and wrestling is the same shit bro if and and even to get away from the macho shit it's even like your favorite, like what I, I I don't know what what are girls watching, fucking, <laughs> I got nothing, bro. I, I'm so not tapped into what's popping like TV, Netflix, Stranger Things. I know girls like Stranger Things. I've talked to a lot of girls who really like Stranger Things, white girls specifically. <laughs> but y'all know what I'm talking about. It's the same difference, except instead of aliens popping out of fucking nooks and crannies. It's it's two people dressed up fighting, you know, and the storylines when done right and, and the matches when done right. See, there's like a whole fucking man. It's a it is a dance. It's weird to describe to people who don't watch it, but to describe it as like. Like, fuck, you know, there's like a flow to it when done right. When done by two professionals and me getting to go to AEW, which is a new emerging wrestling company that's taking on the big and powerful WWE. These guys are like the Disney at this point. You know what I'm saying? So it's like there's a bunch of smaller companies, but this this is the closest that we've had to like major competition since the 90s. All right. Since WCW days. And I, I, I don't even want to say that because I, I don't want to put that curse on AEW. 
But this company cares about the art form of wrestling. They have wrestlers on their roster that are wrestlers. Like, they're artists about it, okay? So the storylines are really good. The title belts look fucking sick. They actually try and make them mean something. They're not just, like, hokey fucking, like, gimmicks to sell, to sell like, replica title belts at Toys R Us and shit. So, um, some of my favorite wrestlers, Chris Jericho being that one specifically, I have not seen live. I've seen all the goats, bro. Most of them. I've seen most of them. I have not seen Stone Cold or The Rock live, but I've seen like Undertaker, I've seen Triple H, Kurt Angle, my number one goat, Eddie Guerrero. Viva la raza! You know what I'm saying? I'm your papi, nigga. What's up? That's right. Eddie is the goat. To me, personally, but in the in the pantheon of wrestling history, especially like Western, and me living in Canada and growing up in Canada, the guy that I'm about to mention is like, it's, it's undisputed. You can have your own personal favorite wrestler, but it's, it's hard to name somebody who's had the longevity, the, the, the inventiveness Chris Jericho my nigga Chris Jericho and if you're hearing this name and it rings a bell because you remember it from like the night yes this guy's been wrestling from the year I was born this guy started wrestling 1989 bro this guy started wrestling in 89 still actively doing it to the point where he's at a high level he's bro this guy lost like 30 pounds apparently when I was at the event they were fucking talking about it they're like, uh, he lost 30 pounds and somehow he's still pulling out some of his best matches ever. His best storylines for sure are happening now. Some of them happened out in Japan and shit because there's a big wrestling market and territory out in Japan. Whole other world I won't really get into right now. But but I got to see Chris Jericho. The Ocho! Chris Jericho, I got to see live. And uh, I was a little worried, okay, because AEW has two main shows. They have a Wednesday show, which is live, and then they have a pre-tape show, which airs Friday nights. I went. I I only was able to get tickets to the to the Friday show because I wasn't able to be at my computer the moment that all the tickets went on sale. And this is the first time AEW has went international, and the first time they went into Canada. So I'm like, bro, I I I have to go. I have to go. I have to go. Let's go. I got my wrestling homie. I'm like, we have to go. It, bruh. Like, I'm trying to get other people to see this as, like, you going to a basketball game, bro. Any any live sporting event, whether you're into sports or not. And you know what? I if, if, it, if it hurts your soul that I'm calling it sports, any live sporting-ish event or sporting event that you go to, whether you know the team or whether you know the people or not, it's an amazing time. You're like, there's a reason they built coliseums and shit back in the day. A to distract people, but what a fucking distraction, bro! Like, what a distraction. I'm for sure they're pumping oxygen through those buildings. Like, it's it's, and then when you get like a whole arena full of people, wrestling's very different. See, I got a couple uh, Raptors games lined up that I'm going to be going to. And I, I've been to a, a bunch of basketball games, especially recently in the last few years, minus this COVID shit. But it's like, that is an amazing atmosphere, especially when you get the chance going and stuff. 
because that's what it that's what the magic of being in a live uh venue like that's the magic of it is connecting with the people live like there's a literal fucking like energy that you feel and i'm not even trying to be like hokey i'll fucking get your tarot cards out but you literally feel it like in your your energy just syncs up with everybody and you're just like all elated you're on cloud nine bro and then when your team is winning especially or when you're trying to like rally your team to make a comeback or if it's a really like tight game, man, like there's real tension that's felt like throughout everybody in the building. But shit like wrestling. And you know what? Honestly, I will I will say that wrestling is the closest that North America can get to like crazy European football, aka soccer games. Like that level of energy where everybody who's there knows like a million different songs it's not just a matter of defense huh, huh, defense huh, like generic shit no everybody in the building knows like lyrics nigga to like 80 different people they know exact like fucking chants and fucking like hand patterns and gestures and all this shit they bring signs it's different bro it's like it's like church and I'm so happy that Chris Jericho, being from Winnipeg, Canada, this nigga's Canadian, bro. And his dad was like in the New York Rangers. This guy, this guy's had a life, bro. He's an absolute wrestling legend. Salute to Chris Jericho. The Ocho. Um, but he came out with his whole crew, and they had the Wednesday live show, which is like considered the A show. The show that I got to go to was is considered the B show. I know they don't like that conception about the shows but that's what people see them as mainly because that's how they've been building them like you've been getting you usually get like the biggest stars on the main show because it's the it's the longer show right it's the main tv show it has the most tv time that's where you push your big stars but they didn't fuck around they gave they gave rampage an amazing an amazing card and then we got to see chris jericho come out to his theme song which is like if you watch AE dub, bro, this shit is amazing. The Chris Jericho has like a rock band. It's some fucking white rock band, bro. It's like it's called Fozzy. They they play they play white rock music, all right? But when you bring that shit into wrestling and then you make it your theme song and then the entire arena like knows it word for word to the point where they cut off the music the the whole arena is still finishing the lyrics and that's part of the entrance and then you get to actually join in when they come to your city live and be part of that fucking amazing experience i'm done talking about wrestling holy shit that was like 20 minutes that i did not plan on on doing on this podcast i lost everybody i lost everybody for sure <laughs> wrestling is art so is comedy art is art that was a redundant statement, but I'm, I made it anyways. Um, so, yeah, that was to start the weekend. That was to start the weekend. Then uh, watched some music live. Also went to the art gallery of Hamilton. Shout outs to just going to fucking art galleries, man. Damn. Like, I used to go once a month with my boy Paul Thompson, Toronto comedian. Shout outs to Paulie. Uh, we used to have memberships to the Art Gallery of Ontario, which is in Toronto. And we would go once a month, at least. 
And like I would go with him once a month, but then I'd end up with friends and shit. Like they have Wednesday nights, which were free, I think. And then COVID happened and everything shut down. And then the routine of going once a month just stopped and the new routines were built up. And then, you know, and this is the first gallery I've been to since COVID is kind of ended. I think I've actually been to the AGO a couple of times, but not enough that the memory is there. And there was nothing new because it was just as things were opening back up. And I'm like, yo, I need art. I'm fucking itching, bro. I need it. Um, but yeah, I went to the art gallery of Hamilton. And they're just showcasing a bunch of local talent, but then also a bunch of black artists. It was re- it was really, if you're in the Hamilton area, go check it out. They're actually doing some event, I think, until the 17th or 8th. Ah, the, the, it might be over by the time this airs. It, check it out, though. There's a lot of really amazing, and go, go to your nearest gallery. Like, go look at paintings and shit. Yeah, that's right. This is a real artsy episode, eh? I'm convincing you that wrestling is art, which it is. I don't need to convince you. Whether you believe it or not, it is. It's just it, it's just fact. All right? But then art is art. And you should make time for that shit. It is, um... It's really, like, it's really cathartic, bro. I don't know. You, you It just opens your mind up. Each painting or each piece or... Bro, there's like a bunch of masks and shit at the AGO. They have like this big African mask exhibit that's like I think permanently there on the on the second floor. It's just fun to connect with history, connect with your culture, connect with different cultures and then just see like life throughout different periods. You know what I mean? I will say I'm pretty much completely done with like contemporary like European art. You know, I'm just I'm just done with even like period art from Europe. I've seen so much of it that I'm I'm pretty much focused on seeing other cultural art. Like I've been seeing a bunch of black exhibits that mainly, but even like Asian exhibits, like um, indigenous exhibits. There's a lot of those. There's a whole indigenous wing actually at the Art Gallery of Hamilton on the third floor. They have like a whole indigenous space up there. And, and that's the shit where you're like, you know what, bro? We're all the same. That's the shit that kind of just opens your eyes to being like, what the hell is different about any of us? Other than the shit that we decide to, to point out and be like, your skin is different. Or, or you fucking kiss the same person. Or your belief is this belief. Or like, who gives a shit? Maybe, are you a good person? Are you harming other people? That's an issue. Are you fucking with other people? That's a big issue. But what you do behind your closed doors, do behind your closed doors, my nigga. Just don't harm yourself or others. How about that? I think the problem lies with miseducation on all fronts. You know what I mean? Uh, But, yo, I'm not going to go down this rabbit hole. How did I go from wrestling to that? That's who I am as a person. You should come check me out live, my nigga. It's, It's poop jokes and then philosophy. And I make it work. Like, if you've been watching this podcast or listening to this podcast, come on, bro. You know. You know. It's 50-50. Poop. Philosophy. That's my philosophy, baby. That's what it is. That's what it is. And I'm playing basketball. 
Um, after the art gallery, I just crammed in a bunch of emails, working on the comedy special, working on promo, working on uh, film ideas, having meetings and shit. Some inside baseball for you. Damn, bro. I know I've said it before, but I will continue to say this is the hardest thing I've ever done. Most rewarding also. So think about that when you're living life and you're like, oh, man, life feels empty and meaningless and shit. It's like maybe just challenge yourself. Do something a little difficult, a little out of your wheelhouse. But like think about it, you know, find find something that you're passionate about that you love and then figure out just a way to make that work. If you can't make it work full time, make a hobby out of it. Figure out how to make it like five minutes of a day. Figure out how to make it like one part of your weekend. You like knitting? I've dated some white girls. I know y'all like knitting. It's making a big comeback. Knitting? Amongst whites. (laughs) What an odd statement. I didn't need to phrase it like that. (laughs) Amongst whites. Complete deadpan stop. Um, let's, I'll do poll results. Why not? I'll do, I'll do this week's poll. Uh, this week, again, more seasonally themed. Uh, my boy Kadeem is trying to get me to do Atlanta themed (laughs) polls. I don't know if you guys are watching Atlanta. You absolutely should be one of the best shows in television history. That's right. I said it. That's a, that's a bold statement, but I stand by it. One of the best written shows. One of the best black shows ever. But it's, 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 and I hate even saying this, but it's so fucking good that like white people have no problem watching it. It's not like a black show to where it's like, oh man, it's like, you know, like power. You know, a lot of white people, unless you're tapped into the culture, aren't going to cross over to that. But you can get like your fucking, you know, your ally whites, your, your woke whites. They'll watch, they'll watch Atlanta and they'll actually fucking learn something from the black perspective written in a very, very sharp way. Holy fuck. The last season and this season, just the writing has gone through the roof. The first two seasons are really well written also and, and have like, they have episodes that make really sharp points also, but it's not as uh, consistent throughout. The last season and this season, just every episode, banger, 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 banger. Um, so shout out, shout out to that. Uh, but this week's poll, it's getting darker out. So how many alarms does it take for you to get up in the fall or winter? I asked this specifically because this is a struggle of mine that is more recent in my life. Um, the, the, the choices were between one and two alarms or three plus. I'm, I'm three plus. My nigga, like I, I need three alarms at this point to, to get up. It's bad. It's, it's getting really bad. Uh, <laughs> and to be honest, damn, I'm alone in this because, uh, it's a live poll still, but there ain't no way it's catching up. It's 92% of y'all are saying one to two alarms. Only 8% are saying, uh, three, three plus. That's crazy. Y'all, y'all are getting up. I'm assuming that there's a lot of you guys that only need two, you know, which is still multiple, but two is like regular. I, if I, if I do more than fucking, if I do less than three, there's not a guarantee that I'm going to be up. The third one is like the clincher. It's like the one that annoys me enough to be like, all right, fuck, I'll, I'll get up. 
It's just when it gets dark, man. I'm a sun child, baby. You know what, though? I also have blackout curtains. I just realized this. As I'm saying this out loud into the podcast, I might want to just pull those curtains back just a little bit so that natural light comes up at sunrise and then my body naturally wakes up. Wow. I just realized all maybe it's all those lion's mane uh, supplements I've been taking. It's winter, baby. You better get your supplement game right. You better get your vitamin vitamins. You better get all your vitamins. Uh, get your immune boosters. Mushrooms. Mushrooms are miracles. I'm not even talking about the psychedelic ones. Those are miracles for real, for real. But like regular mushrooms, reishi, lion's mane, chaga. Like, uh, there's a lot of them. Get a mushroom complex. Figure out what your body is lacking. Nigga, we just went through a whole COVID pandemic. And there, and who knows what, what comes out of that. If you didn't learn anything from that, you better have fucking learned to, to boost your damn immune system, bro. Make a smoothie with some turmeric and some ginger in the, in the base of it. Get some chia seeds with probiotics mixed in. You can get that for not expensive. Get some chia seeds with probiotics. Get hemp shells, whole hemp shells, okay? Get your, get your blender. Put them in the bottom. Get real ginger, all right? Real ginger. Chop that bitch up. Peel the skin off. Chop it up into pieces. Put it in there, all right? Now, get a green, a leafy green, like a spinach or a kale. Put that in there, too. And if you don't drink milk or whatever, whatever you choose, you probably shouldn't be drinking too much dairy anyways. But like an oat milk, an almond milk, uh, uh, here's one, coconut milk, my nigga, what's up? What's up? Put that shit in there, okay? Blend that up. And then blend it again because it's a bunch of seeds and and, and like hard shit in there. Plus the the leafy greens are a little tough, so you want to make sure they're chopped up. Now, now you get your favorite fruits. Make sure you use banana for base because if you want that like nice, nice, um, like smoothie texture, you know what I mean? You got to put a couple bananas in there. But then on top of that, whatever the fuck you want, bro. Research what fruits are, nigga. Put a kiwi in there. You fuck with kiwi because that'll give you triple the amount of vitamin C that you need in a day. Fuck you, dog. What's up? You like berries? Blueberries are really good antioxidants. Same with raspberries, bro. Really good for your blood. For your blood. Huh? Huh, you bitch? (laughs) Be healthy, nigga. The sun goes away, all right? And I'm black, so, like, that's, like, oh, a major source of my power, baby. I need that vitamin D pause uh, from the sun. (laughs) Oh, goddammit, it, man. Being around black people is a gift and a curse because, like, even when your friends aren't around you, you can say stuff that you know they would roast you on, and then you're like, ah, shit. And then you can hear the roast in your head. <laughs> um, Yeah, that's the poll results. Gonna wrap it up there. It was a nice episode. Not, Not to forget to mention one more time. We are exactly one month away from my first ever Live comedy special taping entitled Black Zeus Self-Portrait. Friday, November 18th, Backroom Comedy Club, 8 and 10 o'clock. Two shows in Toronto. 
And then Saturday, November 19th, Zoetic Theater, Hamilton, Ontario, 8 o'clock, one show, 300 seats, three shows total. I got you covered. And if you're not in the area, I will be filming this. It is, like I said, my first taped comedy special. And we'll see what I do with it, baby. But you will eventually see it. And with that, it's time to make a theme. Let's make a Chris Jericho theme, nigga. What's up? We're doing a wrestling year. Judas in, Judas in my mind. I'm becoming, I'm becoming, I'm becoming. I'm becoming, becoming, becoming. Judas in, Judas in my mind. You, none of you will get that unless you watch wrestling. Okay. Uh, what about an original Chris Jericho theme? You know I got you. Yeah. Whoa, break the walls down. Break down the walls. It's Black Zoo Season 3, Episode 41. Nigga, check me out. I'm on all social platforms, a.k.a. BlackZoos.com. Get tickets to my comedy special in November. Yeah, a.k.a. BlackZoos.com. Get your tickets now, a.k.a. BlackZoos, a.k.a. B-L-A-C-K-Z-E-U-S.com. Also, the same thing on all social media. Make sure you're subscribed to the YouTube. If you like this shit, share it with your friends, please. I really would love some more support, baby. Yes, right. Beggars, beggars can keep begging, baby. I'm not really a beggar. Don't, don't, don't push this shit on people. But if you fucks with it, share it with a couple people. Because uh, you guys are all the initial crew. You know what I'm saying? You guys are all the beautiful people. And with that, this is Black Zeus, Season 3, Episode 41. Peace, peace. You know I gotcha, yeah. You know I gotcha. Break the walls down. Break down the walls. Break the walls down. Break down the walls. It's Black Zeus, Season 3, Episode 41. Nigga, check me out. I'm on all social platforms. Platforms, aka Black Zeus, aka BlackZeus.com. Get tickets to my comedy special in November, aka BlackZeus.com. Get your tickets now. Get your tickets now. Get your tickets now. You know I got you. Yeah.